This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast, the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags and I have just got off finishing watching UFC London, uh, headlined by uh, Alexander Volkov taking on uh, Tom Aspinall, a very British heavy card this week. Uh, So quickly, let's run through these prelims. So opening the card was uh, Mohamed Mokayev making his UFC debut. A lot of hype about this guy uh, being called the, the next Habib. Uh, he ended with a, a first-round submission of Cody Durden after only 58 seconds, and that seems to be a, a popular running theme throughout this show. Uh, next, we had, uh, in the bantamweight division, uh, a decision for Jack Shaw over Timo Valiev. Uh, next up was Paul Craig. Uh, he got the first round sub uh, against Nikita Krylov in a, a brutal, brutal fight. Uh, another first round uh, finish for uh, Sergei Pavlovich of, of uh, Shamil Abderrachmanov. Um, then we ended the prelims with another first round finish, this time uh, a sub of, by Makwan Amir Khane over Britain's Mark Grunder, uh, yeah, uh, ended in less than a minute. So let's uh, let's get into this main card. Six fights uh, on this main card, and like I said, very heavily, heavily British. Uh, we started the night with Jar Herbert taking on Ilya Tapuria. Um, great start for for Herbert. The crowd massively behind Jar, uh, and that really kind of gave him a boost in, in, in this first round, landing some big, big shots, um, gets uh, Tapura down to the canvas pretty quickly, um, and it looked like um, Jar Herbert had the best of of, uh, of uh, Ilya in this fight. Um, Ilya was able to quickly regain his composure, uh, attempted the takedown, uh, Herbert uh, sprawled it, but got pushed up against the cage, and then a little bit of control by Tapura eventually does manage to wrestle him to the ground. Um, and uh, Tapura ends up in, in side control, uh, but Herbert uh, easily uh, in guard. Um, we see uh, Tapura attempt to pass, but Herbert uh, one step ahead of him all, all the way through and is eventually able to push off and, and get back to his feet. Uh, then getting back to striking and he was so so good um there was a, a little 
break in the action when uh, Tapura's mouthpiece uh, came out. Mark Goddard stopped the fight. Uh, Herbert landed a good knee, uh, which knocked the mouthpiece out again. And he finishes the fight with uh, a nice little combo of punches. Um, he finishes the round, apologies, with a nice little uh, combo of punches. Second round, and uh, he was hoping to uh, to maybe capitalise on that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it just didn't go his way. Uh, he started to... Um, to absorb a little bit of pressure from from Tuperia, uh, looks for a, a left kick, um, missed. Uh, follows up with a couple of jabs, which which barely make contact, and then uh, lands a, a really decent uh, right hand. But then we see uh, an overhand right from Tuperia, and that really starts to wobble um, Herbert. He backs up towards the fence. Uh, Tuperia uh, lands a right and a left to the body. Uh, lands another one to the head and um, Herbert is clean, clean sparked out. A uh, really good comeback victory for Ilian Tapura there. Uh, and not a good start for um, for the Brits on this main card. Um, but Tapura still unbeaten in his in his uh, UFC and MMA career. Uh, making, uh, making lengthy strides in that lightweight division. Next on the card, we had Luana Carolina taking on Meatball Molly McCann. Um, lots and lots of love for Molly from this crowd. It was a very partisan crowd, believe me. Um, and McCann, she looked like she wanted to kill Luana Carolina. Um, just from the get-go, lands a decent leg kick. Uh, Carolina uh, goes for the knee f- to the body and McCann lands a big right hand that stuns Carolina and then just doesn't give up swarming for the punches. Uh, Carolina rocked uh, multiple times in this round uh, and every time she, she gets a breakaway, uh, McCann is just chasing her chasing her back down uh eventually um we see McCann just landed these big big shots the the right hand was finding its its target pretty much every single time um Carolina uh, attempts to kind of negate that with with some clinching uh which kind of gives a little bit of breathing space but McCann is uh always trying to push off and, and land those those big big shots um carolina goes for a, a jumping knee uh, which molly blocks and then wags a finger at, at carolina which was hilarious and then going towards the end of the the round uh um mccann really starts turning up the pace again and really kind of throwing the uh the the huge number of of combinations the output was just phenomenal by mccann um to to me, I felt that maybe she had uh, emptied the gas tank in this first round because Carolina did did um, survive a lot of this, even though she was rocked multiple times. But uh, my uh, worries for McCann were put to an end when you see her attempted a spinning heel kick and then uh, uh, a Mohammed Ali shuffle. Really, really good. Uh, she ends the round again with another uh, massive right hand. Um, second round, a lot of the a lot of the same stuff. Um, um, quickly trading, um, striking, getting clinched up against the cage. Um, Carolina landed a little bit more in this in this round. Um, she ended up um, getting a good knee uh, through the middle. Uh, McCann actually, for me, went um, went with the wrong um, 
wrong uh, mindset, I suppose, when she went for a takedown. Uh, got side control, but this isn't where she feels comfortable whenever whenever she's been on the ground. Uh, it's usually led to uh, her not winning a fight. Um, but we do get back to the, the feet, and McCann starts going back with those punches. Her cardio was just absolutely phenomenal in this fight. Uh, Carolina still finding a lot of... Uh, a lot of success with those knees and there were a couple of uh, shots where she looked to uh, to uh, really slam her knee into, into McCann's head. Um, then McCann lifts up uh, Carolina just as the as the horn sounds um, for the big, big body slam um, going into into the third. And yeah, this was this was do or die for, for Carolina. She was being totally, totally dominated. Uh, and uh, the only thing that really could have finished Mc, Molly McCannoff was that cardio. Uh, but she she really put my fears to to bed because she came out and she really started uh, um absorbing some really good pressure from from uh, Carolina in the beginning and then was able to to slow her down and uh turn up her own pressure landing uh some big big shots uh Carolina uh hit back with some of her own and as she went for to go in for the clinch, uh, McCann did a spinning back. Uh, well, I, I thought it was a spinning back fist, but the replay actually shows that it's a spinning back elbow lands clean to the jaw, and uh, and uh, Carolina is on the deck, absolutely out cold, sensational knockout, um, definitely a highlight real level knockout for for Molly McCann, and that was. That must put her in, at least in the conversation for uh, for a, a big name fight next time because that was just absolutely stupendous and really kind of doing uh, Britain proud. So third on the card is uh, not exactly a Brit, but it's certainly been uh, been adopted as a Brit. Uh, Gunnar Nelson, obviously, uh, you know him as part of the the team uh, that Conor McGregor has a, uh, had at SBG. Um, always kind of based his uh, fighting career out of uh, out of the UK so he's he may not be one of ours by by um, um, geography but he certainly is by by ambition I suppose um, and this was a totally different fight to any of the other fights on the card this was incredibly wrestling heavy um, when on the on the feet um, both guys looked pretty tit for tat they were uh landing uh shots there were it was very very even it's just that when it went to the ground uh Gunnar Nelson was just head and shoulders above Takashi Sato uh the the fight ended up going the distance but uh Gunnar absolutely dominated this fight uh especially when he's able to to get it on the ground the amount of uh different uh submission attempts he, he went for body triangles um um rear naked chokes he he just uh cinched them all in all the way through the round and and like i said when he was on his feet um he was active he was light he was springy uh but it was on the ground where he knew that he dominated and uh the majority of this fight was uh with uh with gunner controlling uh, uh sato on the floor able to to get the takedown pretty much at will uh all the way through the through the fight um 
uh, I've got to give props to Sato for, for not submitting and for being able to, to really defend those uh, submission attempts. Uh, but all in all, Gunnar Nelson absolutely dominated in this fight. Uh, a really well-deserved victory. I think it's his first win in... I want to say like three and a half years, um, but uh, a big victory for him. And uh, yeah, putting his name back in the conversation. So in the top half of this card, um, all three fights, first round finishes, um, starting with uh, the new uh, British Great White Hope, Paddy the Baddy Pimlet, um, had a an interesting run into this, uh, to this card. Had some uh, altercations with Ilya Tapuria, um, apparently over him, over Paddy, uh, being disparaging towards uh, Georgia, um, which led to the the now infamous uh, Mr. Hand Sanitizer incident where uh, Tapura and his crew surrounded Paddy and Paddy just grabbed a big old bottle of hand sanitizer and lobbed it uh, before uh, essentially having a little bit of a scuffle. Anyway, he was he was fighting on on this card against um, Kazula Vargas, and yeah, this was this was certainly a step up from his from his uh, first fight, uh, and he met it with a plum. He, he um, didn't start the best. Um, he uh, he did land uh, uh, a leg kick to open, but uh, Vargas did land some clean clean shots. Uh, Vargas went for the takedown. I uh, was able to 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 get Paddy down. Paddy was able to um, to defend any submissions, but Vargas was um, was quite heavy, landing some big punches uh, from from uh, the top position. Uh, but Paddy was able to quickly get back to his feet, uh, stuck up against the the, the cage. Uh, with uh, with a, a clinch, uh, but you could see his his mindset and his movement that he was uh, looking to um, to change this this position to to take control and uh slowly but surely gets uh, his body uh, and his arms uh and his hips uh locked to to do a beautiful hip toss uh is able to uh quickly transition to uh to the the back of of Kazula Vargas locks in a body triangle uh goes for the rear naked choke uh doesn't get it the first time so he lays in some big big punches uh eventually Vargas has to um make a decision defend the punches or uh let the 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 choke in the choke goes in uh, tight squeeze Vargas uh, props to him he did try and uh, and brave it out but there was no escaping uh, and he eventually taps and uh, the crowd went absolutely mental uh, Paddy uh, in the post fight called out to Puria for, for a fight so that'll be a, that'll be pretty interesting but yeah the first of three uh, first round finishers on the bounce for this uh, this British card have been these British fighters know how to bring it. So second up um, on this uh, this triumvirate of fights, Arnold Allen taking on former title contender Dan Hooker. A big step up in competition for Allen. He's uh, very slowly but surely been making waves in this uh, featherweight division, uh, currently 9-0 in the UFC. Um, Dan Hooker obviously dropping down a weight to to uh, face uh, Allen after he's kind of reached his level, I suppose, at lightweight. And he certainly reached his level here at uh, featherweight because Arnold Allen absolutely destroyed him. 
from the start of the bell, uh, Hooker looks pretty brat, lands a, a couple of jabs, a front kick, um, then eats a couple of leg kicks. Uh, Hooker does land uh, some decent shots, and then um, Arnold Allen hits uh, hits a kick and then lands some big, big combinations that you see uh, Dan Hooker's head just pop backwards uh, and Allen just unleashed hell on on Dan Hooker just flurry after flurry after flurry after punches and Hooker has a chin of granite because he was eating shots after shots that were damaging really you could see his brain scrambling before your very eyes but he would not go down at all uh, he um, he went into survival mode landed some shots of his own but every time he thought he'd uh, he'd survived um, Arnold Allen came back and landed even more shots, uh, setting up with knees, uh, then continuing with the massive flurry of punches. Um, Hooker does find a little bit of space to uh, to clip Arnold Allen, which, uh, which puts him down uh, to a knee for a second, but straight away Arnold Allen is back up, swarming the punches, uh, and it actually looks like that um, Dan Hooker is going to survive this because you can see uh, Arnold Allen really heavy breathing. He looks like he has uh, emptied the gas tank. But um, we see that he gets that second wind and starts really destroying Dan Hooker again. Uh, Another head kick, uh, pressing forward with with loads and loads of powerful, powerful strikes. Hooker is uh, covering up against the fence. Um, the referee uh, Daniel uh, Motherheader had no option to uh, to st- stop the fight when he saw Dan Hooker essentially turtling, and uh, and Allen was just absolutely unloading on him. Massive, massive victory for for Arnold Allen. That's a that's a, a career a highlight level victory. Massive for him, and it really should do him the world of good in that featherweight division. So main event time, uh, heavyweight uh, match, Alexander Volkov, uh, UFC veteran, um, former top uh, level, um, almost challenger for, for a title, taking on Tom Aspinall, who uh, unbeaten in his uh, in his five UFC fights and really kind of taking that slow, patient rise uh, through the rankings. Um, and yeah, he's he is potentially a future world champion after this performance he absolutely dominated um uh, alexander volkov a guy who has um given got great fights out of the likes of curtis blades out of the likes of Derek lewis um and straight away as the fight starts we see what both fighters bring to the dance with aspinall with uh, that great boxing uh, Volka, Volkov with those uh, lengthy leg kicks um, Aspinall uh, returns a, a leg kick but it's checked quickly by uh, Volkov then Aspinall goes for the takedown gets Volkov on, on his back um, gets top position postures up, lands a few elbows, goes to the body with punches, back to the head uh, quickly busts open uh, Alexander Volkov um, Volkov does try and turn to escape, but then uh, uh, Aspinall threatens to go for a Kimura. Um Nothing really comes of it, and uh, Volkov is able to get back to his feet, uh, but Aspinall keeps that pressure on, on landing those big, big punches again. 
Uh, Volkov uh, gets uh, a punch of his own through. Um, Aspinall does go for a kick and and kind of slips. Uh, Volkov uh, lets him back up, uh, and a, a little bit of respect there. We see some touch uh, like touching gloves. Then uh, a big front kick by uh, Volkov misses. Uh, Aspinall slips yet again, gets another takedown, gets the arm um, isolated, and starts to twist into a, a straight arm lock. Uh, and Volkov taps um, three minutes forty-five into the fight, and the it, it's over. the The Brits have absolutely destroyed uh, the foreign invaders. Uh, Tom Aspinall has, has certainly um, made a massive, massive name for himself in this, uh, and will be looking to perhaps push for a, a top ten, even a top five fight after this. Um, but yeah, uh, a great card for the for the UK. The crowd were on fire all night. Um, the Brits did really, really well um, uh, on on the card. Uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully we will see more of the UFC uh, in the UK because it is one of their hottest uh, hottest uh, audiences. Um, so potentially uh, a June card uh, up in Scotland, uh, but we shall see. Anyway, next week's UFC, um, we are uh, back with a, a big, big card. Um, Nate Landwer taking on David Anana, Ilya Latifa taking on uh, Alexei Olenek, Matt Brown's back with against Brian Barberino, uh, Asuka Askarov taking on Kara France. Our core main event is Joanne Wood against Alexa Grasso, and then the main event, a big fight. Um, Curtis Blades taking on Chris Dorcas. So tune into uh, five rounds for that next week. Uh, but uh, essentially, that's the the end of this week's show. Uh, I want to thank you all for for listening. Your support over the the last uh, three four years of uh, of five rounds has been nothing short of amazing, and I really do uh, appreciate it. Uh, go and follow the the networks that we're massively uh, uh, proud to be a part of. That's the Visionaries Global Media, that's uh, Radio Techers, and that's here at Chairshot. And definitely go and check out some of the content from the rest of the creators in, in these networks. Uh, absolutely stupendous. Follow me on Twitter at PodfatherMags or over on TikTok at MagsAllPods. Follow Carlos at Kirby underscore Carlos and follow the show at Five Rounds Pod. Uh, thank you all for listening. And that is the end. Big time. Time finish. It is 